0: Welcome back to the Full Court Press here on 106.9 The Fan, live here with Coach Odom as they get ready to uh, get their USU Aggie camp on. This is always fun. You know, Coach, I always felt bad, even when Coach Morrill did these. I never went to one camp, and now that I'm like, I have the finances, I'm like, just do a 30-plus-year-old camp. Just get all of us, even the media, just do a media camp and help us. Learn how to play basketball again. I feel like it's been forever. Yeah,
1: that'd be amazing. Like Coach K actually does that. He the Coach K Academy, and uh, we—I have a close friend. I have several friends that have done it. Now they paid a lot of money, you know, to go to that camp <laughs> and uh, drink wine, I'm sure, and and play ball and get coached by you know Wojo and Nolan Smith. But uh, you know, we could do our own version of that, I guess, here and, and get you out there. Did
0: your dad do any? camps as well at
1: wake forest yeah no question i mean we we always had camps you know growing up Uh, my father actually started the first five-star women's basketball camp so he actually had it was it was literally an all-american camp back then it was really good and uh he worked the five-star men's camp you know those camps you know were kind of the the creme de la creme of camping uh you know for the summers michael jordan went to that camp patrick ewing uh you know all the greats james worthy went through five-star basketball camp and uh you know dad was working that camp with a bunch of other college coaches and and uh rick patino and calipari and pete gillen and and you know all the all the, the the folks from his era you know worked at those camps and that was kind of what you did in the summers and you know, recruiting's changed that, you know, the rules have changed that and you're not allowed to do that anymore. And so what it's, what it, what's happened is, you know, most, most schools will have, you know, the day camps, you know, for the non-recruitable kids, kids that are go up, you know, prior to seventh grade, basically. And, um, and those are fun, man. I can remember those, those are some of my most fond memories of, of basketball was going away to camp and, you know, uh, meeting new friends and and uh, experiencing what that particular campus has to offer.
0: Uh, we'll get to more of your camps and your days and such, but uh, first I want to ask, Coach, your first year in Logan, your first year at Utah State, how was it? Just the community, the experience, Spectrum Magic. What was your thoughts on all that in year number one? Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was
1: everything we had hoped and more, uh, quite honestly. I mean, the first time you walked down that tunnel, I mean, it's special. We had an exhibition game. I think it was Montana Western who we played and, and, uh, you know, walking down and seeing 6,500 in there for an exhibition game. I mean, that, that says it all. And we had some bright spots, we had some hard losses and, and all the things that, you know, a college basketball season can bring you. But, you know, we had amazing uh, guys to coach. Um, the, the team was extremely connected and still is. Um, and we have two guys, you know, three guys moving on now in Brock, Bean, and, and Brandon who meant so much to, you know, this university and our program. And we've got two guys going in the Hall of Fame this weekend in J.C. Carroll and Ty Wesley. Ty was in our office last week, you know, sitting and chatting a little bit and talking about old times with Wild Bill. Uh, and so, you know, it's it's just a special program, as you know, and, and we're very fortunate. Uh, to have this responsibility, no question.
0: I, I want to ask you just after the year is complete. Look, this Mountain West Conference may have been it's, it's toughest league since 2011-12. We're talking Kawhi Leonard, we're talking Jimmy debt. I mean, that, that kind of a conference And this league was incredible. Four teams, you know, into the postseason fights. Four teams into the the uh, Big Dance. One into the NIT, being you guys, um, and of course Fresno State, you know, doing what they did in the, in the postseason as well. But do you? have to find yourself recruiting differently now after one year in the Mount West conference and looking at guys?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you're always trying to acquire talent that can help you win, not only in your conference, but outside of your conference. And so we're constantly looking for players that can do that. Um, and then we're, we're, our job also is to develop the guys that we have and, and help these guys improve to a point where they're able to play in big games, compete in big games and, and, you know, get the key stop or make the key basket, you know, down the stretch that puts it over the top. Because, you know, when you when you play at our level, games are going to come down to the wire. And when you're playing against, you know, top-notch opponents like Boise State and Wyoming and San Diego State, as we know, and obviously Colorado State had a fabulous season this year, and it doesn't stop there in our conference – um, you've got to be able to, to have the players in order to do that. And uh, a lot of times those guys are older nowadays. It's just the way it is. Uh, the transfer portal has changed things. Um, and and guys are looking to, you know, for the right fit, you know, to be able to showcase their talent, to be able to grow their games, and be able to be on a winning, winning team. And so – you know, all of that factors into uh, how we recruit. You know, the character obviously is a big factor and their fit for Logan and Utah State in general. But then also what's the positional fit and the stylistic fit. Um, and I think Isaac's a good example of that. Taylor's a great example of that. Uh, you know, two guys that are, are now coming, you know, to, to our, within our program. They both fit our the way that we play. One's more experienced and has played at this level in the A-10 uh, in Taylor and, and fared very well individually. And then another, you know, coming out of, of, of high school prior to going on his mission was a top 55 player in the country and seven feet. Uh, and so, you know, ends, ends up choosing Oregon over some in-state love. And, uh, and now we're fortunate enough to get him – you know, on a, on a quick transfer after one year, and we're going to have him for three. And, um, you know, he's – you know, I asked him the other day, what was one of the reasons that you picked, you know, Utah State, you know, with all the options that you had? And this was when he told me he was coming, and he, he said – I don't typically do that. I don't, I'm not sure why I did, but um, he said the connectivity of the coaches with one another – the connectivity of the coaches or the players with one another and the connectivity of the players and the coaches together. And I thought that was a really unique uh, answer um, that I wasn't expecting. And that was him witnessing that and being here and being around us. And then the the second part of it was he's coming home to Utah, right, where he, he had developed his game. And he felt like this was the best place for him to grow as a player and a person. And so, you know, that's a huge, that's a huge thing and, and a huge responsibility for us, you know, to take on. And, you know, we're excited that he's, he's coming here. But um, those are the type of players that we want that have that perspective, um, that are excited about Utah State. They're excited about what we're
0: trying to build and have the feeling that they can grow within that environment. Uh, as you mentioned that there's the uh, Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame this Saturday night. Of course, two of the best in the, in, in the program, and Ty Wesley and J.C. Carroll being inducted. I, when I talked to both of them, they said one of the things that they really sincerely appreciated is your willingness to reach out to the alumni that you don't just shove them off and you're just – it's your team and we're moving forward, that you're willing to talk with them and invite them out to practice. What has that relationship been like, building relationship with the alumni, some of the greatest ever being athletics here at Utah State? First and foremost,
1: we would be crazy not to, right? I mean, it's a tremendous resource to have all of these former players that have had so much success here and coaches, likewise, that have had so much success here uh, to not pick their brains and to not – want them to feel like it's still home and and so you know i've been at different places and and taken over some new programs and been an assistant coach going into a new program uh and i know what it's like you know when uh it's done the other way and you know you never like one of the things that we always say is you never have to ask to come home and so I never want J.C. Carroll or Ty Wesley or Stu Morrow or Dutch Belknap or Rod Tuller or anybody, Craig Smith, for that matter. Um, I, w- I don't never want any of them to, to feel like this is not still a place that they can come back and call home. And uh, we've got a special place here, and we want to showcase that. The brotherhood that these guys have, you know, is real. It's not fake. Um, as evidenced by a JC moving back to town, you know, and coming back here and, and wanting to settle here. I mean, that that says it all, right? And uh, after, you know, amazing careers spent overseas. And, um, and so we want to continue to cultivate that um, because that's something that we can sell in recruiting. That's something that is real. And we want to continue to uh for our younger guys to experience that because when they experience the older guys coming back right what are they going to do when they leave they're going to do the same thing you know they're going to feel good about this place and you know that's that's something that that is really important to our staff,
0: uh, coach. You got uh, two camps coming up. You got one uh, second through the fourth, and you have a two-week day camp as well. Uh, these, I mean, we talked about it earlier, but these are going to be things you look forward to. Why? I mean, watching these kids play, and and a lot of them get a kick out of just being on the spectrum floor. They honestly, I've talked to a couple kids about it, and they said. It's just cool being on the spectrum floor, shooting around hoops. What do you get most out of it when you do these camps?
1: Yeah, I mean, watching these kids smile, right, and competing and having fun and being coached by our players, you know, that's so fun to watch. You know, uh, Ryland Jones, who was at one time a Utah State Stu Morrill camper, probably, right, now all of a sudden he's playing on our team and he's coaching the camp. And so it's fun to to see them draw up plays and – uh, you know uh, cheer for their, their team and their players when they make big shots and then also console them at the same time when their team loses a game uh, in these camps because that happens as well and kids struggle with their confidence and uh, you know to see our, our players engage and, and be a part of that uh, is really rewarding and it's, and it's one of our core values is, is thankfulness being thankful for the opportunities that are given to us and the other one is servanthood, giving back to our community and, and making the, the, the youth of Logan and the great, greater Cache Valley area feel good about our program and feel welcoming when they come in here. And, you know, the team camp is for, you know, uh, high school and JV teams and coaches uh, within our area and beyond in, in the state and, and outside of the state, bordering states for them to come in here and work with their teams for a weekend and play against different competition. And that's rewarding as well. You know, it's, it's certainly an opportunity for us to engage and, and communicate and have fun with and talk basketball with other high school coaches, you know, that are, are within our area and we have a blast with that. I mean, that's a tremendous weekend for us.
0: Do you, do they pick your brain as well, ask you questions, take notes on, on you know, maybe what things that you run and things how you run it as well, uh, maybe to help for their programming teams as well?
1: Yes, absolutely. And we'll usually do a clinic, you know, within it uh, as well and, and just talk a little bit about, you know, things that we do within our program. And, and certainly I like to pick their brains too. We'll watch, you know, uh, different coaches, you know, run their stuff, uh, whether it's on offense or defense. And, and you know, you can always learn. And um and so that's that's certainly, you know, an objective of ours uh in the off season is to try to grow as coaches and try to give whatever we learn in the off season back to our players. And um certainly that's our job as coaches to continue to cultivate that.
0: All right, coach if you'll just give us the format of what the camp looks like, or your team camp, your day camp and such, and then uh, how uh Kids and parents can help sign their kids up to be a part of the camp as well.
1: Yeah, no question. Uh, you can go on online Ryan Odom basketball camps and clinics. Uh, it's on our website actually, and on our actual sports website, uh, usu.edu, and go to the athletics page, um, and then you'll find camps and, and clinics there for all the different sports you know within Utah State uh you go to ryan odom uh, men's basketball camp and, and you'll be able to find the day camp there we've got two weeks six uh june 6 through the 9th uh, is the first week june 13th through the 16th is the second week of day camps or either one that works for your child you know is great and then the team camp is done more through um you know the individual high schools and their coaches they kind of decide where they're they're gonna they're gonna go in that particular weekend but ours is the second through the fourth and anyone's welcome to come out and watch the competition if you have a a, a nephew that's playing in it or a son or a daughter you're always more than welcome to come and watch Uh, we'd love to have you here in the spectrum uh, the Ark, or, or wherever we're, we're playing at that particular time, the Estes Center as well. So camps are always fun,
0: and June will be busy for sure. Well, Coach, I, I just want you to know it's, it's a pleasure to have you here at Utah State. You you handle everything with such class and grace, you know, whether it's a win or a loss. It's always been impressive to watch you do the way you handle things, especially your coaching staff as well. And I want to thank you for being a part of the university and everything you do for the program. It's, it's always a blast to, to be around you.
1: Thanks, Ajay. We appreciate it. It, it. We're blessed to be here for sure. Go Aggies.